0: she stood on the stage a single spotlight reflecting off the shimmering gown she wore a tiny slip of a dress that hugged her body in all the right places singing about a man who'd done her wrong her low sultry voice seemed to mesmerize the patrons crowding the dark smoky lounge at least those of the male persuasion and they couldn't seem to take their eyes from the vision before them He should have been a screenwriter, Ed Winslow thought, sitting at a booth in the back corner of an almost empty bar. The only resemblance it bore to the vision in his head was the fact that it was dark. There was no stage, no spotlight, no beautiful singer serenading the handful of customers scattered throughout the room, and the only music in the place was a country song coming from the ancient radio the bartender had turned on a few moments before. It sounded tinny, when he could hear the words over the static. Setting his elbow on the table and dropping his chin into his palm, he wished he wasn't stuck here, bored out of his mind and thinking of every twenty speakeasy film he'd ever seen. Unfortunately, working on a sting meant waiting until it was safe for the undercover operative to get away for the meeting. Sometimes it took an hour or two, and sometimes it would have to be rescheduled altogether— And today, it was looking like that might be the case. If Alex didn't show up soon, he was going to have to cut out of here, because no matter how important this investigation was, this was his day off, and he wasn't missing his other appointment. It was just too bad Saturdays were the most convenient days to meet up. And speaking, or thinking, of the devil, Alex Selby slid into the seat on the other side of the booth, his back to the rest of the room. Per usual, he was wearing jeans a dark-hooded sweatshirt, and a knit cap to hide his short blonde hair. He seemed to think it made him fit in here better, and Ed supposed it probably did. If either one of them showed up wearing the suits they usually wore for their jobs, they'd stand out like sore thumbs. Sorry I'm late, Alex apologized, grabbing a menu from where it was stuck behind a napkin dispenser that probably hadn't been washed or polished since before the Cold War ended. Why the kid chose to eat here, and he ordered something every single time, was beyond him. It was all Ed could do to force himself to ask for coffee served in cups that always felt sticky. We had a meeting with the developers this morning, and it took longer than I thought. I figured it was something like that. After 18 months of this, I'll be glad to get back to a normal 60- or 80-hour work week, he muttered after placing an order for one of the burgers the place was known for. Fries and a beer would be accompanying it, and Ed felt queasy thinking about food that would be prepared in a kitchen that had probably never passed a health inspection. I don't envy you, that's for sure. Anything new? Not really. I've heard whispers that Bob Tyler's accident might not have been as accidental as the autopsy report might lead you to believe. You think Bentley is involved? Yeah, I do. Tyler was at the office on Monday, and there was a whole lot of shouting and cussing going on. Two days later, he turns up dead? More than a coincidence, I think. Hold on, Ed said under his breath, tilting his head to indicate the waitress approaching with a tall frosted glass of beer. Thanks, Alex said, smiling like he meant it. And he probably did. For as stressful as his job was, Ed couldn't imagine pretending to be someone else for a year and a half. Greasy Burgers in an old bar was more in line with the life of a cop than the five star restaurants Philip Bentley tended to frequent. Did you hear anything? Not much. The door was closed, but it was something to do with permits and test results, and I think it was for the McAllister Project. They didn't sound happy about whatever it was. You might have someone do a little discreet digging. Definitely. I really hope something breaks soon, Alex said with a long suffering sigh. Every time I'm in that man's presence, I feel like I want an oxygen mask.